Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Well, happy Wednesday. It's another Daytona Motor Mouse. Happy Hump Day. Godwin Kelly is, uh, he's not hes not hump daying with us. No. He's at home or somewhere. God knows where he is. He's gone a lot. You notice? <laughs> anyway, in his stead is the world's youngest angry old man, Zach Dean. Uh, he's uh, he's upholding the youth demographics among uh, NASCAR fans. All one of them, as well as well as filling in for Godwin Kelly, and uh, and I'm Ken Willis, and we're smack that boy. If this ain't the holiday season, I don't know what is. So we are uh, we are scratching and clawing for things to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. The uh, the news does tend to uh, slow down in the racing world once the checkered flag drops on Homestead, but. We got something. We did? We got two things today. We got two bits of breaking news today, yeah. which is weird, because normally this stuff happens an hour after About we're done with the pod. Now, yeah, yeah, and when we're done and leave the pod. But first of all, we heard today, you know, this is not groundbreaking news, but it's but it's good news, I think. Uh, little A.J. Allmendinger uh, the dinger? landed a job. Uh, he's... He's out of the car now. Uh, you might have noticed there wasn't a whole lot of fanfare for his farewell tour. There wasn't a retirement. There wasn't no, a going no, away no, party. But bless his heart. He uh, he was fun to be around. He was good. It was good to have him around always because he's a, a bright guy, good personality. Yeah. But uh, NBC has hired him. Is he going to take over for Junior? Yeah, that would be great. Replace That's Junior after one year. Get rid of Junior. <laughs> nah, this, this failed. This didn't work. <laughs> so, no, he's uh, he's going to be on their uh, sports car coverage, which will be on NBC Sports Network. And he's going to, as they say, quote, contribute to their uh, studio shows throughout the week on NBCSN. So he's not just going to be there purely for NASCAR. No, he's no, be no. there for everything. And he's going to be there on, I guess they do, you know. They, I think, is, it, is, is the Rolex on NBC this year? Is that, uh, is, it might, it sounds like it is. I think. Well, Dinger is. ain't going to be on that coverage because he's uh, in the will, Rolex. But he'll be, in a, he'll be covering, for, you, it's not like he's out there all 24 That's hours. True, he can cover yeah. from the motor coach. He's supposed to be from, sleeping. He can cover from Hooters oh, yeah. or Barnes & Noble yeah. or One Daytona, Bass Pro Shop. Oh yeah, yeah. Oklahoma Joe's. There you go. So anyway, he uh, so he landed a job right, at, just like Jamie McMurray did. We talked about that last week or week before. He's with Fox. AJ's. Well, NBC with, uh, had NBC. to respond. I mean, they <laughs> Fox bring, uh, yeah. Fox brings in a superstar like McMurray yep. and all of his ball of fire yeah. energy. They got to bring in Dinger. You calm down. You sound like you're trying to be sarcastic. And yeah, he's, right. he does have a ball. He is a ball of energy. McMurray. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good. He will be good, and there'll be. They'll be clamoring for more. <laughs> exactly. I think they will. I, I bet they will. Is he still uh, on the billboard out ninety five? He was. I saw it yesterday for the emergency room. Is it? Yeah. For uh, Halifax Health, right? Mm-hmm. Wonder if he comes down and 
Kurt Busch goes up because he's uh, taking. He if if a man takes your seat in racing, that hurts. Yeah. But by God, if he takes your billboard, that cuts deep. That oh, that's that's not good. Yeah. Uh, the girl on the the girl wearing nothing but a towel and a smile on the billboard in the field. Jeez. Near the big old highway. I was an old Roy Van Dyke or Raven or do 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 do. That's past That's a great song. Way before the 90. girl on the billboard is a great song. Great old song. Okay. A wonderful old song. Let's go listen to it right now. Is it too played? Would it be okay in today's climate or is it? It too? would be fine in today's okay. climate, I do believe. But anyway, uh, also uh, our other breaking news, which we'll get out of the way now. You you hit me with this right when I walked into right when I zipped up the pod. You said uh, mm-hmm. oh, apparently God. there's talk about Nashville Speedway. Yeah. Nashville Speedway, which used to be a, uh, a, a regular stop in the NASCAR world. 114 forever, years old. Oh, that's an old speedway. I know. They, uh, that's like you and Godwin combined. Hold on a minute. Is it? Oh. That's almost exactly you and Godwin combined. See, see, I know what he's about to be. He's 313. Nope, we nipped them by a few years. <laughs> you got them? We nipped them by a few <laughs> years, yes. Thanks to Godwin, of course. Yeah. Yes, old goat. So anyway, uh, they're looking at uh, – there are no details. They just sort of have an okay, a wink and a nod saying – Looks like they uh, have an agreement that, that NASCAR is going to return there. Yeah, and so I don't know how soon that can be. I said obviously not next year. It would be 2020. Well, the problem so, with NASCAR is is they're so stupid, and they set these schedules out a year or two in advance. Instead, They don't leave themselves any wiggle room. It's like they came out with this year's schedule seven months ago. That's not a NASCAR stupid thing. It's you stupid. Have, you, no, it's not. You've got to start – you've got to put plans in place. You got if you're going to go out and start a tra- do, a, do a, a ticket strategy, you got to do a sponsor strategy. You got to have the date, and you can't just say, "Well, we might have one, we might not." You can't do that. Can't leave open dates. No, that you're wrong on that. No, I love, not. I, yeah, yeah, you're wrong. Uh, they, you can't turn around right now and, and change a date. Or the hell, I can't. <laughs> you watch, <laughs> watch me. <laughs> you can't put a bounty on a man's head. <laughs> Remember that from Slapshot? No. Oh, God, before your time again. Yes. Damn it. Don't you have? I'm 25. What do we have? The, what What was the store called where you could go rent movies? Blockbuster. It's gone. I love right? Blockbuster. You remember that? Yes, don't you? Old I enough do. To remember that. So anyway, uh, Nashville Speedway. That would be one little thing. Because you know NASCAR came to realize over the years that they pissed off a lot of the old fans. Uh, I still say the thing that pissed off a lot of the old fans more than anything was bringing in Toyota. I understand why they did it. What I underestimated at the time is just how irritating that was for I a lot of people. I do remember that was a big oh, deal when they brought. I remember in thinking, Toyota. man, it's not that. Well, I just God, they were angry because <laughs> you know most of their cars now. I mean, the North American cars are built over here. Yeah. I mean, I don't didn't quite understand it, and it had nothing to do with the fact that I drove a Tundra at the time. You still drive? No, you drive a Ford now. No, I don't got, you? I'm a Ford man now. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, uh, so and that happened right after the, they started screwing around with the schedule and going big time. You know, they dropped both Rockingham races. They dropped, uh, you know, North Wilkesboro had. Got I was kicked already gone. Curb. Yeah. Uh, they they dropped uh, one of the Darlington races and moved the other one, the Granddaddy. They moved it off of Labor Day weekend. They were what, pissing off a lot of people. What back were they then. doing? They were, well, in the words of a uh, former NASCAR president, they were quote modernizing traditions. It's almost like they were drunk. <laughs> no, stop it! What? Come oh, on! Stop it! They so now they're going back to Nashville with a race. Apparently, I'm going to guess in 2020, and uh, that's a good move. More sh- as, as Dale Jr. says, more short tracks. Short tracks yeah. sell. Yeah, they and, love and, short tracks. And here's the other thing. And um, here, here's the other thing. You'll say, well, I don't know how many seats, what the seating is at Nashville, but I'm yeah. guessing it would probably be the smallest one on the circuit 
as of now, and, and except for possibly Sonoma and uh, Watkins Glen, might have fewer <laughs> seats. But uh, but seat, seating does not is matters less and less. The seating yeah. in the live in person crowd uh, because TV fuels the sport. The tracks are fueled by the TV money, not ticket sale and sponsorship. Not anymore. No. Yeah, well, the, yeah, no. Spot the TV, net, the network money is what pays everybody's rent for the for the most part. So they they could race. I, I've said before they could race in a studio with uh, with just you know a small studio audience, kind of like uh, you know like the Tonight Show, <laughs> <laughs> and it would still make money because they got these billion dollar TV contracts. So that hides it. That hides. Uh, they can tarp over any empty seats with the uh, with the paper from that contract. I'm trying to see when the last time NASCAR was. I mean, it's been a while since they were in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. You'll find it in there somewhere. I, I don't have my I don't have my you probably watched it in front of me. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean that's exciting. I yeah. mean, God, they need some sort of life in this sport, and going back to another short track at a place they haven't been for a while is probably a good start. Well, and, and the Charlotte Road Course thing was was a neat now, thing. I think now, that, next, that worked out really stop, well. What do we need next? Dirt track. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Eldora. I've said I've long yeah. said they should go to Eldora. Yeah. I, I I don't know how the stock cars would work there compared to the trucks. Well, they make it. They've figured out. They race big old heavy stock cars and late model cars on dirt tracks all over the all over somewhere. <laughs> oh, all over the world, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah so that'll work. All right, we're going to take a little break, right? What about the Daytona uh, road the, course? That's next. That's that what you've been advocating for. I know. We'll talk about that more when we come right back. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with you'll get that big time auto racing. We were talking about, you mentioned the Daytona. Uh, I've long lobbied, well, not long, for a few years lobbied to move Daytona's July race to the road they might road because courses it, because are it would, uh, It's funny how fads come and go and little trends or whatever. Yeah. People used to hate road courses. Now they love them. Yeah, and uh, I would think it would further differentiate the 400 from the 500. Yeah, make the 500 its own standalone event as it already as it is. Should be. But yeah. yeah, to me, there's just something odd about coming back to Daytona in July and basically running the same outfit. You know, and just same ju- track, just just a little quicker. Fewer laps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fewer laps, and it's at night. You know. So anyway, yeah, I always thought that. How about this? How about the flat track outside of the uh, West Banking? Yeah, that's the one too that they use for that they use for uh, motorcycles. That'd be about fifteen hundred laps. I think it's a one third of a mile. Yeah, maybe not either. It's really yeah. I wouldn't want to be curbside for that one. (laughs) I I, uh, think might get a little out of hand. You'll get that in big time auto racing. This, you know, what got moved. What what happen sometimes? What you'll get is you'll get a, a a topic. That was going to be in What Do You Know, and you have it bumped down to you'll get that big-time auto racing. The topic being uh, the news, the rumor at least, that John Henry is thinking about buying into NASCAR, a minority stake, I would assume. He's the owner of the Boston Red Sox through his Fenway Sports Company. Red Sox Nation. He's the owner of the Liverpool uh, soccer team in the English Premier Premier, Premier League. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they call it the the, uh, Liverpool Football Club. I hate those. It's not football. names. It's club. soccer. Orlando City. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. 
It's like uh, these these trendy uh, microbreweries that are pop. You know, that have popped oh, up those, everywhere, yeah. and they like to call it you know the such and such social house or poor house. P O U R. It's a fad. Like yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. like a short track and a road course. It'll come downtown go. Jacksonville Social Club. Stop it. You're, I we only like gentlemen's clubs you're, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a beer hall. Be proud. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, John Henry, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it's. Uh, do I have you know, to have thought? In, he bought into Roush Racing. I was gonna say about ten years. I was ago. gonna say. I mean. Rash Fenway Racing has been uh, who who drives for that car now? That's I mean, is that Stenhouse? Is he Rash Fenway guy? <laughs> Stenhouse and uh, your boy Ryan Newman. Yeah, Newman's there now. Newman's he's there. The yeah. car. God, he's going to inject life. Into yeah, that he's uh, taking over for. Um, well, what's his name? Trevor Bain. Trevor Bain. And Matt Kenseth. <laughs> Matt Kenseth was kind of taking over toward the end of last year. Don't hear anything about Trevor Bain. <sighs> I don't Bush think, racing I'm next year, sure. maybe? Is he good enough for Bush racing? Is there, yeah, come on, stop it. Is there another network is out there, there that can <laughs> Fox, NBC, anybody? MRN? <laughs> Rusty Wallace is on MRN. Is there a, is there an opening of the K&N series to band could go and you fill in for? Say, now you're just being mean. Yeah, it's a holiday well season. <laughs> you're not just angry, you're mean. I'm in a there's good mood today, mean. too. That's the sad part. All right, here's something you'll get in big-time auto racing sometimes. Did you see that, uh, speaking of your boy Ryan Newman, who's, who's leaving Childress Racing for Roush Racing, his old uh, car at Childress Racing, the number 31 car, is going to now be a number eight with Daniel Hemrick. I saw that. I'm cool with that. You all right like with it. that? Yeah. Yeah, and did you read about Daniel Hemrick? Why, it's, uh, why this is even more cool? No, I'm sure he's got some sort of ties to the family. Um, the uh, number eight, you know, Richard Childress all obviously had ties to uh, Dale Earnhardt and Junior and all them, and so he's got uh, uh, the number eight was the longtime number of Ralph Earnhardt, Dale's dad, Junior's granddaddy, and uh, he raced that number for years, and he was one of the first guys in that era back in the, in those days around those parts who quit his job at the mill to race full-time on the short tracks, where you had to race a lot and you had to finish very good to make a living. So anyway, um, he drove the number eight. Uh, When Dale Sr., his first ever Cup Series race was at Charlotte Speedway in like 75 or something, a number eight. And Junior, when he first came up, Number eight through the Bush Series, right. and then in cup, his first half of his Cup career with when he was with DEI, number eight. So Dan and uh, those guys, Ralph Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr. are all from somewhere a little North mill Carolina. town, a little mill town outside of the Charlotte area, yeah. in Kannapolis, North Carolina. That's right. Where's Daniel Hemrick from? Is he from Kannapolis, Kannapolis North Holy Carolina? Moly. So there you go. There's your tie-in. Oh, and now God. you know the rest of the story. Are you one of those guys who didn't want the eight car to come back? <laughs> I don't think anybody's clamoring for the eight car to come back. <laughs> no, no, it, it was uh, no. There was all the clamoring about numbers was done when they brought back the number the three, three a few car, years ago. Yeah. I remember when Richard Petty retired after the '92 season. I remember lobbying, lobbying, whatever the hell you call it that we do here, uh, pushing for uh, or rooting for them to retire the number forty-three. And sure enough, that in '93 they didn't run it. Rick Wilson took over the ride. And uh, Bartow's Rick Wilson, Bartow, Florida. Bartow, really? Bartow, cool. Florida, yeah. Rick Wilson got the ride after the year after Petty retired, and uh, they it was a number 44. Or was it a 42? 44. But then, at 94, they decided, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the the sponsors and all kind of like to see that 43 back out there. So they Did brought they the 43 back. retire number? I mean, I guess if Dale Earnhardt's number and Richard Petty's wasn't retired, then I... No, You're not supposed no. to be able to. Yeah. But you can own the number, but you got to use it or lose it. Now, in the Earnhardt case <laughs> with Childers, <laughs> they allowed him to basically take it out of service, and it was out of service from 01 to um, like 14 or 15, whenever it was a few years ago that they brought it back. The three Austin car? Dillon, yeah. That's longer than that. Austin Dillon's been here for a while. No, but he wasn't in the three, though. Yeah. Okay. So they brought it back into service just a few years ago. So, like, what's the what's a car, an old number that isn't out there right now that you want to see brought back? Mm, number zero. Be cool. Who drove the zero car? Del McCowart. Double zero, Buckshot Jones. I, I really like to see the uh, the old five car that Casey Kane rode back. <laughs> <laughs> First time you know, on that How about reasons. this? How about, how about uh, does anyone drive a – yeah, there is a 71 out there now, right? Dave Marcus drove 71. 71? Yeah. I don't I, is somebody driving a 71 now? I don't think so. That's a pretty good question. For you, I mean. The 77's coming back next year, I think. The Eric Jones 77. That yes. From that, that was yeah, Levine. Levine Racing's taking that one, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a good question. What number? What number would you like to see come back? What did uh, um? No, I'm trying to think. I try to think, but one, nothing's, two, three, nothing's four, happens. five, six. Oh, seven. I love them. That's great. the seven car. Who drives this? Who drives a seven car? I don't I know. Remember seven, Mickey eight. Mantle. <laughs> the nine car, greatest car out there. That's right. Bill Elliott. He's the man. Chase. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, man, that's a good question. I know. I would like to say I would like to see the ninety-seven the car that Kirk Busch drove. Yeah, there you go. Be about. I like that. See, I can only I can only go back. So how about far. the Heilig Myers number ninety? I think Bobby Hillen Jr. or maybe uh, Dick yeah. Trickle. Dick Trickle. Maybe I'm thinking the fifteen Bud Moore number fifteen Folgers. No, oh. Motorcraft. I would love to see yeah. Folgers back. Like, oh, that's boy. still a sponsor in NASCAR. All right, well, hey, we're going to do some more of this uh, when we get back. We right, are. Right, yes, right after we're this. Done. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with Green Light Checkers. We're talking old numbers. You know, Darlington, you know what they do every year. They do their throwback. I am all for it. I am too, except now they're not, you know, they're starting to hit close to home. (laughs) But it's called a throwback when I... Have been in the business for quite a while by the time they got it's going to be the early 90s next year i'm cool with that yeah and i was thinking i was trying to think of cars and drivers in the early 90s and there were some there were del mccowart was still around in that number zero he was still trying to make a few races in the old masters economy in Ford. well you know what sucks is the probably one of the more iconic no i guess not the early i was gonna say the rainbow warriors had that 93 that, started was that one so i get that yeah. but but he already rode that this year, so he can't. They do said that. ninety to ninety four is the era, so you still got the old uh, STP car with Richard Petty, of course. You got the Hooters car of uh, Alan Colwick. Well, hell, Chase would probably and, do that. And you got, yeah. and you've got, um, 
and you've got the old uh, Texaco Havlin Davy Allison car. Yeah. Um, Kyle Larson did that a few years ago, I think. That we mentioned the Motorcraft car earlier, Bud Moore. Was the uh, was Ernie Don Black Levy. car at that point? Oh, you know what? The still Skull Bandit was out there. Oh yes, please. Yes, someone. and I think the Kodak. Kodak, Kodiak, I meant, and the Kodak. There was a Kodak and a Kodiak. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you'll have some. Uh, and what's good about this particular throwback weekend next year is the fact that they'll have so many of these guys are still around. I don't think you're going to have a hard time getting you know Steve Grissom and Ted Musgrave to come and <laughs> sign a few autographs. You know, and they should do that. I've told yeah. them a long time. These are guys who weren't your superstars and weren't your best known, most popular guys, but everybody knew them. They were there every week. Everybody knew them, liked them. And, uh, and and you start throwing these names around of these old drivers. Fans love that. They always feel like uh, – it's almost like they feel like you got to bring back Kelly Arbrough, Bobby Allison, Richard Petty. No, I think you would be surprised at how big a hit it would be if you brought back Steve Grissom, Ted Musgrave, and, and a bunch of those guys who were running, you know, between 10th and 20th most weeks, you know, Robert Presley, Rick Mass. I'm trying to think that – 20 years from now, who who fits that category of active drivers? Who you bring back? AJ Allmendinger, Jamie McMurray. <laughs> Casey just talked about him. Casey, oh, Casey came Ryan Newman. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading something this week uh, that uh, was old news, but I had missed it for a few weeks. There were some people disappointed that uh, NASCAR did not uh, at least mention Casey Kane at the banquet. That's how low key. That's the he had been, especially later in his I'm career. So he was just funny. so low-key and under the radar, uh, even when he was at Hendricks still. You know, he just kind of – you know, he just didn't think about him that much no. anymore. And it was just – and it was a guy that won a lot of races at one point, you know. Won most of them, I think, in one year. I think but, like, what, 09, yeah. he won all of his <laughs> but, races. Uh, but uh, but he was a he was a money-making machine and, and had some high finishes in the championship. And, uh, and Handsome. Then, good looking. He was the cute one. He was. And then, uh, and, and then they didn't even say – you know, not even a toast at the banquet. Was he even there? I, I wouldn't think so. He, he would have no reason to be there. Dehydrated somewhere. Yeah, okay, <laughs> he was hydrating. Yeah. Yeah. I, God, that was scary. Um, all right, well, I think that's it. Oh, what about the birthday game? Nothing no, this that's week? what I meant. When I say that's it, that means we're going to the birthday oh. game. But first of all, do you does your family uh, do anything different food-wise? We're t- we, I was having this discussion at home last night. What do they do different food wise between Thanksgiving and Christmas? Christmas? Yeah. yeah, nothing. Everything's the same. Same no, old. We're, no, I don't think. No, you know what? Scratch that. Christmas at our house, we do. We focus more on the breakfast side rather than the dinner side. Yeah, my wife likes to make a big breakfast casserole. So we, yeah, we do casseroles. We do yeah. like overnight caramel French toast. So, but at night, we will. My dad, I'm pretty sure, is getting uh, crab legs this year. So oh, then you don't do have that. that on Thanksgiving. Crab yeah. legs are way better than Thanksgiving. Yeah. So yeah. So then so you'll then you'll sit around and play strip poker. Oh, with yeah. the family? Yeah. No, strip twister. <laughs> strip twister. Yeah. Uncle Ed. Yeah. That's <laughs> Never forget those days. Yeah. Uh, try As much as I try. Just last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two years ago, skip last year. Uh, yeah, it, it, it seems like you can play around on Christmas more with the food. Christmas Eve, we go to my grandparents' house, and they make a standing rib roast with oyster oh, bisque. How about that? Oh, that's good. I know. I just stuff my gullet, and that still sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Meatballs. Company office, uh... Company company eatathon was today. I have uh, and uh, people always bring meatballs, and you eat no too one, many of them. No one brought the beer. Meatballs, this year, I know. I got it by trucks. <laughs> it's a t- meatballs are like a time release food. You eat too many of them, you don't realize. It's like drinking gin. Yeah, you don't realize you've had too much and all until all of a sudden you go, "Oh my god!" Yeah. It's like time release, and somebody pulled somebody down in your little boiler, pulled the pin, and it 
just exploded. Now you're just sitting. You've worn. You realize that you've worn a Christmas shirt every day this week. Are you able to pull it off? Or right now? Well, yeah, but you still, so you're probably talking about fam- your family yeah. strip twister uh, tradition. Got you all wanting to see me shirtless. Yeah, well, yeah. I just I didn't I didn't know you had that many Christmas shirts. I think I got three. Well, you're out. You should do what you do. Here's a little tip for you: go out a week or so after Christmas to a Target or Kohl's or Bell's they're all or whatever. half off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not, get I'm one. Not. Just get one. And do that every year for a few years, and you'll have a collection. You wait till a Friday night Christmas party when you see my annual Christmas sweater that I break out every oh, year. I cannot wait. Fins All right, out. birthday game today. Former uh, lady racer, did a lot of ARCA. Danica Busters, Patrick. A little bit of cup. Patty Moise. She married Elton Sawyer, who was a longtime uh, NASCAR racer, mostly in the Bush Series, who's now a NASCAR official. But anyway, Patty Moise, she, uh, she, what? I wouldn't even know. No, she drove, uh, all right, she drove in the 80s and I think maybe early 90s. Uh, I remember her in ARCA. I think she won the pole position down here one year in the uh, Beaver Street Foods Chevrolet. Absolutely. Wow. Out of Jacksonville. Beaver Street Foods is out of Jacksonville. 66. 58. I knew you'd be you'd suck at this. That's that's what's fun. God was so good, and you what balance he, it out by being so one? bad. He would have, he would have come close. Uh, Friday, Michael McDowell. I'm Michael so, McDowell. Michael McDowell. I, oh, I mean, know, I tell exactly how old he is. Not the Doobie brother. Thirty-five. Good for you. Thirty-eight. Okay. Uh, thirty-eight. Sat, God, he's yeah. old. Yep. I'm. Oh, I screwed up. I'm sorry. Thirty-four. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Saturday, my daughter Shelby. 21. <laughs> you knock it off. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> it's getting uncomfortable in God, here. We're going to get this show taken off the uh, air. Uh, Sunday, Greg Biffle. Jesus. Uh, 40, 47. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. 49. Okay. 49. I actually wrote down baffle. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess it was a typo. Uh, also Sunday, my dog, uh, Bill. Is this one that was almost, that's almost dead? Come on now. You said no. Is it one in hospice? No, that's Katie. Okay, so Bill's seven. The vet says she's like in doggy hospice. <laughs> Bill's but, seven. But it's our house, and I'm not getting a tax really break for that. that. Yeah. So she, well, she's old. She's how a, old is she? Katie's fourteen. That's really old for a lab. Yeah. And she's yeah. Did she have the hip problems where she can't yeah, walk anymore? Yeah, a little draggy, but she hurts. She wags her tail. She eats. She poops. She pees. What she if she dies on Christmas? Would you? Would you be? Oh, sad? that'd be something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm put a damper on things. That would be a tough way to God, start. God, there's nothing worse on Christmas night when everything's over and you're just sad because it's all over. And then you have nothing to Then leave. what happens if your dog dies on Christmas night? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It won't be as long as it has been. God, Talking about took, for me, not Katie. This took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Anyway, my dog movie. Bill on Sunday. Seven. No, he's going to be 12. Oh, he's, he's not far behind. He's a Katie. young 12, though. Okay. He acts two. Uh, oh, next, t- next Tuesday, Christmas Day. My uh, boyhood hero, Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. Miami Dolphins. Pro oh, Football God. Hall of Famer. I don't know. It's uh, 72. Beautiful. I'm actually yes. right. Yes. He's the Good same. Job. Yeah, 72 Dolphins. Yeah. That's the only reason I said that. Yeah. That'll be, you'll be able to remember his age for one year. Yeah. Don't you? All right. Any closing thoughts before we uh, close up the pod? Till next week. I ain't going to be on here. Oh, I guess I am going to be on here next week, aren't I? So are no, you. No, I'll be here Wednesday. God yes. will be here next Wednesday. Really? Why the hell am I coming in next Wednesday? To do Facebook Live, maybe? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Happy holidays. And to say a couple of more inappropriate things. <laughs> oh, you got to tell us how you got to tell us. The, the, the beat button on this you got to tell us how your Twister game goes this on, New Year, on Christmas Eve. Well, I'll Facebook Live that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not if your hand's on red, right hand red. <laughs> right hand <right> Fred. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Till next time. See you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotormouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motormouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.